Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 21st. I'm your host, John June. This guy to my left is Greg Penman, a.k.a. G-Money, the pride of the University of Rochester. Greg, how you doing today, bro? Doing well, man. Doing well. Getting ready for the semifinals round. You know, I'm in a couple of leagues, so getting ready for prep, prep for that. You know, uh, definitely definitely feeling that that Jalen Hurst news a lot right now, you know. Uh, but, but we got we to... Gotta, Honestly, we, we got to push through, man. I mean, there's really no replacing this man, honestly. But, you know, we, we got to be able to to get through. Uh, I know a lot of teams, a lot of championship teams that are, are hurting right now, though, including me, for sure. Yeah, man, we, uh, we recorded our Monday show probably earlier than we've ever recorded a Monday show ever in the history of fantasy football diagnostics, uh, which again we we are live multiple times a week, uh, four times a week, sometimes three, uh, but we are available on all po- podcast platforms, specifically Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and again you can watch us live on Twitter, Twitch, or YouTube, or you can always catch the replay on uh, all those those same video platforms as well, but. When we recorded that live show on Monday, Greg, we got off. I don't remember exactly how long it was. I think we recorded that show at about like 2 p.m., maybe about like 4, 5 p.m. Eastern, I would say. The alerts start coming in. And as you said, Jalen Hurts is, uh, he's hurt. He's hurts. He's hurting. He's <laughs> arguably the Apparently fantasy a, MVP right now, man. Just, the fantasy like, MVP, the league MVP, potentially. Uh, and he's dealing with a sprained shoulder. Uh, there were rumors. It could have been a collarbone. Uh, but looks like, all in all, it's a sprained shoulder. Based on some of the... You know some of the analysis, the injury analysis. It's possible that he could he could potentially play through the injury, um, but obviously it would it's to his throwing shoulder. So then there's concerns about you know his effectiveness and is it going to cause further damage? And the Eagles having only just one loss at this point, being twelve and one. Uh, do they just ride this thing out with Gardner Minshew, keep Hurts out for the regular season, and just make sure that he is a okay for the fantasy playoffs and or not the fantasy playoffs, the actual NFL playoffs? And I think that's the, probably the route they're gonna go. So um, fourteen and one, uh, they're 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 set, yo. Oh, they're sorry, so fourteen set. and one. I don't know where they're I got twelve and one. Fourteen. That's- they're so set, man. Oh man, oh man, I can't believe this, yo. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's it's pretty terrible, right? Because the thing about Jalen Hurts is that they're like you said, Greg, off the top. There's no replacing him, right? No. Like 
you're no. you're not good. You can't just replace the number one quarterback in fantasy who is by far and away a weekly advantage because he like I've been saying it all year. I don't think there's any other quarterback I'd rather have because of how consistently he finishes inside the top three, right? How, how consistently he finishes as a QB one. Like you cannot replace that. All you can hope to do is make up for some of it. That's really yeah. it. Like, yeah, you know, so your, the rest um, of the team does well. Yeah. Exactly. And and the beauty of it is, you know, Jalen Hurts wasn't somebody you drafted with a, you know, a third round pick, right? Jalen Hurts was probably drafted with a, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh round pick, maybe if you got lucky. And, um, you know, that still hurts. No pun intended. Maybe I did intend it a little bit, but that still hurts. And um, it's still a blow. And unfortunately, you probably didn't have a backup quarterback all year because. Nope. That's nope. me. That's me. This guy. Nope. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. So that being said, if you lost a quarterback, I mean, that's the biggest injury that we got. Uh, we, we will be back on here tomorrow live at noon uh, to break down all of the remaining slated games for week 16. Um, you know, because obviously Saturday is Chris is Christmas Eve on all the games are on Saturday, so we can't record uh, on Saturday. Plus, you know, want to be able to, to spend some time with family and whatnot. But um, so we will record all of those, you know, all of those breakdowns. We'll do that live here tomorrow. Uh, but the other piece of news, quarterback related, uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, also did not practice today, so um, looks like he's trending in a same direction that he's pretty much been in, which is uh, probably going to sit this week out there. So fantasy managers are counting on Lamar Jackson. I, I wouldn't. I think that, you know, even if he does come back, uh, like if he were to come back this week, it would still be a little early, and based on some of the the stuff I've seen, uh, he might it might even – if he were to come back too early, it would limit his mobility and his effectiveness, which is like that's Lamar's superpower. And and if he can't do that, he's not the same Lamar Jackson. And I'm not sure that I really want him in my fantasy lineups. I don't know if you feel the same way, Greg. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Ravens want to risk it unless he's 100%. And I wouldn't see him risking it. I, Me as a fantasy manager risking it if he's not. 100 percent because yeah his big play activity what, what he does on the field it has to come when he's fully healthy uh passing the ball run, running the ball first and foremost uh making plays happen yeah most most definitely um so let's let's talk about some of these streaming options especially at the quarterback position and uh greg i hope you are prescribing the listeners some pepto bismol with this next uh stream right here i mean Talk yeah i mean it, it, it i mean this is what i'm doing right now like it, it really came down to you know uh, a, a couple guys honestly I'm, I'm i'm going with zach wilson man I'm going with zach wilson going against the jacksonville jaguars 10 percent rostered 
coming off a week where he had a, a great matchup against Detroit, threw three seventeen, two touchdowns uh, on thirty five attempts, which is pretty good efficiency. Uh, now he's got another good matchup as, uh, as far as a, going against a weak secondary um, against the Jacksonville Jaguars tomorrow night. Um, this is a decision, you know, I had to make uh, and, and add in, and I'm, I'm rolling with Zach Wilson, man. And, you know, uh, going against Jacksonville, hopefully you can get sort of those similar numbers as far as two touchdowns and plus 250 yards. Uh, I think that would be a kind of a solid expectation for Zach Wilson in this matchup. Um, and, yeah, hopefully he can, you know, get it done. Get me to the finals, man. Get the fantasy managers to the finals, man. That's, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, man, I, I Zach Wilson in this one is is definitely the matchup looks great. Um, you know, got it done against Detroit, so it's definitely within the the frame the the range of outcomes that he gets it done again this week. I, I I definitely like this one. I think the only and we'll talk about it in a little bit, but the only thing is is the weather for this game is not supposed to be great, so uh, that would be the only concern there but i am actually going to go i thought you would go i 100 thought you were going to do this correct like 100 thought you would do this uh but i'm going to do it then i'm going to jalen hurts's backup gardner Minshew. he's 12 rostered goes up against dallas which again that sounds like it's a great you know it's a it's a terrible matchup uh but Dallas allows the 15th most fantasy points to the quarterback position over their last three matchups. And this is as good a situation as a backup quarterback could be entering when you consider the weapons are A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. In what's a pivotal game here to shore up the division, shore up the one seed against the Dallas Cowboys. And who doesn't want to be involved in Minshew mania? So let's start Gardner Minshew. Start him up this week. I, I think he brings back brings forth a QB one performance. Yeah, man, that was my that was my other option in my league where I had Jalen Hurts. I put in a bid for both of them. Uh, it was a waiver order league, waiver order league. So ended up with with Zach Wilson. The first claim was for Gardner Minshew, though. I think that's a easy plug and play. Uh, I think for. Gardner Minshew, the the team around him is just so good as well. Uh, the talent still at the receivers there. Uh, I think that Gardner Minshew, we've seen him put up big numbers before in the NFL. Uh, I see no reason why he shouldn't do that against Dallas in the divisional game. Yeah, definitely. And and I'll throw out a third option. It, it's going to seem a little, but like Sam Darnold plays Detroit this week. He does. So. He does. That's one that if you are also in trouble, you're out there, you couldn't get, you know, Gardner Minshew, you, you know, you have concerns about uh, Zach Wilson and the weather. Uh, Sam Darnold is also an intriguing option as a as a QB stream. Yeah, I agree. Greg, tight end, how is this guy not broken the 50% mark yet? I don't know, but you're tight end stream of the week, brother. Yeah, man, uh, Chigozum Okonwu going against the Houston Texans, 31% rostered. Not only is the matchup great, but he's just been trending upwards uh, with the Tennessee Titans. I think no matter what the, you know, with the Tannehill injury that we received, uh, him being possibly uh, out for the season, I still don't think it, it matters for, 
for a guy like him. I mean, he's been very involved in this offense over the last three weeks, uh, getting over five targets a game, averaging over 55 yards per game as well. Uh, and that's a very solid number for it for a tight end uh, that gets you basically in, right around that double digits mark. And if he can get to a touchdown, that just makes his day basically a tight end one day. Uh, and he's been putting up borderline tight end one numbers for the last three weeks. Uh, so I think this is a great option for you, for the fantasy managers out there uh, at the tight end position, putting up solid uh, consistent fantasy numbers right now. Uh, and I think that that's steady for what you need right now for, uh, you know, people that, you know, Mark, the Mark Andrews of the world, the top tight ends, not putting up good performances. Uh, you you got uh, Chico to kind of, you know, solidify the st- study that. Yeah, man, I for, totally forgot to mention the Ryan Tannehill injury off the top. Um, you know, I, I guess that was more because fantasy managers aren't looking to Ryan Tannehill uh, as, as an option this week, uh, even with the matchup against Houston. But, you know, Chigo... Uh, a conquo. I, I totally am on board with this. Uh, I mean, Malik Willis doesn't even throw to wide receivers. He only throws to tight ends anyway. So there you go. Uh, what does it, what does it matter uh, that Tannehill is going to be out? I think Chigo is still going to have, uh, you know, his role and his opportunities for me. I'm going to go with uh, no fan. Yes, sir. How many times I've gone with no <laughs> fan this year, but uh, you know, he's been, the the quintessential streaming option at the tight end position, and he's twenty three percent rostered in Yahoo leagues. Uh, again, the matchup here is nice against Kansas City. They allow the tenth most PPR points to the tight end position over their last three matchups. Uh, but the game script here should also allow for more more passing opportunities here for the Seattle Seahawks, and thus potentially more opportunities for Noah Fant. And Tyler Lockett is most likely out for this game, which should mean even more targets available as they try to keep pace with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs on Saturday. Yeah, no offense. Very popular streaming option all year. Uh, I'm surprised he's also not close to that 50% mark. Um, yeah, he should be out there ready to play. Yes, sir. Uh, Greg, what about your defensive stream of the week this week? Going with a team that's you know trending up, possibly might make the playoffs. Crazy Detroit Lions going against Carolina, deep in the bag, eight percent rostered. I mean, it's the team that their D line has you know tremendously improved. Uh, you know, with all those draft picks that they've got, at least you know five five straight games with at least two sacks. Uh, last two games I've had four sacks each, uh, and also in the last three games they've had two of those games they've had at least one fumble recovery. They're making plays on the that D line. Uh, you know, the secondary is weak, but I mean, they're, they're getting turnovers and that's what you need for a fantasy defense to, to keep you afloat and uh, to create some opportunities. Yeah, I like this one as well. Uh, Detroit's been, you know, uh, they like you said, they've been trending up in the right direction. They get Carolina this week. I believe they get the Los Angeles Rams next week. Uh, um, they got they got Chicago and then or Chicago, Green Bay to close out and then Green. Okay, so I was thinking of some of, of another team, but either way, Detroit. Yeah, they've been they've been a solid defensive streaming option. Again, their run defense has tremendously improved. Uh, there's they've just become a team that they start out the year as a team that you could just run on at will, mm-hmm. uh, and they've you know at this point in the season they've evolved to a team like I don't want to start my running backs against Detroit. 
Like, it's not something that I'm looking to do right now. Um, you know, I'll suck it up if I have to. But, yeah, they they become a really solid defense. For me, I'm going to go with the L.A. Rams, who get to go up against the Denver Broncos. The L.A. Rams are 31% rostered. This one feels a little spooky, but the Rams have a matchup at Denver or versus Denver at home in a game with a close spread. It's just two and a half. Uh, they're my seventh-ranked defense on the week, and I think they, they can definitely provide you know, some value for, for those of us that are in need this week. Yeah, no, that was a, this is another team I was looking at for sure. Uh, you know, I'm definitely not a believer in the, the offense, even with Russell Wilson being back. Uh, even though the secondary struggle, I think they could still have some opportunities. For sure. Now, Greg, let's jump into Thursday Night Preview. And this is an interesting game here. We've got a 6-8 and eight Jacksonville Jaguars team traveling to New York to MetLife Stadium to take on a 7-7 seven and seven New York Jets football team. This line or this spread has, you know, I've seen it a few different ways, at a couple of different places, but the last time I saw it at FanDuel Sportsbook, the Jacksonville Jaguars were one-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, I think that line has since moved where you can get it a pick at a pick them at some places, but I've also seen the Jets be one and a half point favorites as well. Um, but we'll for the sake of the show uh, and prognostication, we'll stick with this Jacksonville minus one and a half, and the total is at thirty seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of the weather here, I alluded to it before. It's expected to be cold and rainy in this game. Winds of 10 to 15 miles per hour. According to Kevin Roth of Roto Grinders, that should impact the passing game here. Now, in terms of injuries for Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, he's questionable with the toe. Trayvon Walker and Foley Fadukasi, they are both out of this game. Cam Robinson, the tackle for, for Jacksonville, he's out the rest of the season with a knee injury. And then for the New York Jets, Jeff Smith is out with a knee injury. Denzel Mims is out with a concussion. Uh, Quinn or Brandon Eccles, the cornerback, he's out. Mike White, the quarterback, out with the rib injury. So Zach Wilson gets a second straight start. Quinn Williams, he is questionable with the calf. Expected to be a game time decision. Uh, Lamarcus Joyner, the safety, he's questionable with the hip. He's also expect- expected to be a game time decision. And then Corey Davis, he is a full participant in practice with a concussion, is expected to go. Uh, In terms of the game here, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take Jacksonville to cover, and I'm going to take Jacksonville to win. Um, It hurts, man. Jets started 5-2. Uh, through their first seven, they've been they've since been two and five through their last seven. Uh, I think you know they're one and four in their last five. I mean, it's just been you know a tale of two seasons for the Jets. Uh, Jacksonville again, similar to Detroit, a team that looked like an easy out to start the year, but have since beat up on some quality teams and now. This Jacksonville team sees what's going on in Tennessee, mm-hmm. and basically the sky is falling over there. 
And they've already beaten Tennessee once, and they play Tennessee again, and I believe the next few weeks here, either week 17 or week 18, they play Tennessee. So this Jacksonville team is – they're not looking at outside looking in playoffs. They're looking at division. Mm-hmm. So that being said here, uh, I think Jacksonville, you know, they they win this one. On the Jacksonville side, Trevor Lawrence is in a tough spot here. But I think you can roll with him. Uh, I've got him as the QB 12. Um, probably will move him up slightly, maybe one, one or two spots. But right now he's – Still a top 12 quarterback for me, just on the low end of QB1s. Um, you know, I think I think the example I have is like him or Sam Darnold. I would I would choose Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence or Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers goes up against Miami. I would I would probably go Aaron Rodgers in that situation. Um, but yeah, I, Trevor Lawrence does enough with his legs and his arms, and he's done it in bad matchups before that I think I'm willing to just, just hold my nose and play him. Cause you know, especially with there's no Kyler Murray, uh, you know, there's no Lamar Jackson, uh, no Jalen hurts. You, Trevor Lawrence is a QB one this week. Uh, Evan Ingram has a nice matchup. He's been on a roll. He's a top three option for me this week. And then the question comes Christian Kirk and Zay Jones, you know, which one do you, do you go to this week? Uh, I'm going to have them both ranked as wide receiver threes, essentially. I will have Christian Kirk ahead, though, as a wide receiver two. And I did, I did, you know, kind of outline this on my Twitter, but I do believe Kirk has the higher upside, and this is similar to the reason why I was I was into playing Amon Ross and Brown last week, which is it comes down to the slot snaps, right? Uh, Christian Kirk, he's played 76.5% of his snaps from the slot. Uh, Zay Jones, he's only played about 32.5% or something to that effect of his snaps from the slot. And like we talked about last week, that's the way you avoid these stud corners for the Jets and Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. They do not follow into the slot. So Christian Kirk being in the slot almost 80% of the time, I think that he will continue to see targets and continue to get open. Um, and then so for for I would have him as a wide receiver too. Travis Etienne had a nice bounce back week last week, 100 yards rushing. Uh, tough matchup this week, but he's he's definitely in the RB3, RB2 territory for me. Uh, for the New York Jets, Garrett Wilson is a wide receiver too. Zonovan Bam Knight, I think he, you know, he he was on the injury report. I don't know, it was weird. He was pulled off, but then he was put back on dealing with an ankle played through the injury. I'd expect him to continue to play. So he's an RB2 for me this week. And then Zach Wilson, your stream of the week. We talked about this briefly, but he's a nice, it's a nice spot with the weather. Uh, I, I think he's, you know, somebody I would look to only, only purely out of, out of desperation. And that only has to do with, with the weather. Other than that, I'd, I'd be all in on him as a, as a potential QB one in this matchup. Yeah. I'm going to take, the over, I'm also take Jacksonville to cover though, and and Jacksonville to win uh, on Jacksonville side. Um, yeah, I'm in, in agree with you. I think you know, I, I, uh, Trevor Lawrence. You know, we thought the Dallas matchup was tough. He's had tough matches before. Uh, you know, uh, Baltimore, you know, at home or uh, stuff like that. Uh, but he's he's come through in the last couple of weeks. He's been hot. I think. 
especially with the number of attempts he's being in up at least 42 in the last two games, uh, you know, seven touchdowns in the last two games. So he's found a connection with his offense. Definitely a tough matchup, but I think, yeah, he's a borderline QB1. Uh, so I'm going to roll him out there. Travis Etienne have his, uh, a low on RB2. Um, and then the receivers, Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. Obviously, you know, Zay Jones has been the high option, uh, getting people through round one for sure. Uh, and in the playoffs, um, but that I think they're both around that that wide receiver two category, uh, and you know one of them is gonna definitely uh, have a stronger side. Um, I'm gonna just lean towards Zay Jones right now, just because it is he is the hot option right now. Um, and but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely wouldn't be surprised if Christian Kirk ended up with the with the better day in this one because uh, they've been basically flip flopping all all year as far as uh, production, um, and then on. The Jets side, Zach Wilson, obviously, means my, my quarterback stream of the week, uh, going against Jacksonville secondary, that is vulnerable. Uh, it's probably will have the, the over a little bit. The, the little points are going to be scored. Um, and Bam Knight, RB2, solid RB2 option. Uh, Garrett Wilson, he's a also a wide receiver, too, for me. Uh, and, yeah, I think uh, it'll be hard. You know, we thought Elijah Moore was going to come through last week. Uh, he didn't really come through as that secondary option. Uh Looking for that that secondary option is just offense for sure, but I, I think Gary Wilson is probably going to be be that that main guy for them um, in, in this game. Um, I think though someone someone will also pop up for Zach Wilson though. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, right? You get Corey Davis back, so Elijah Moore, Corey Davis. How does that split work out? So it really just comes down to, like you said, Garrett Wilson. He's going to have his. So that being said, let's jump into some of those bold predictions, a.k.a. those prop bets for Thursday night. And uh, I'm looking. I talked about Christian Kirk, uh, so that's where I'm going in terms of my prop bet. 60-plus um, receiving yards is the number that I like, uh, plus 144. Um Yeah, I think, I think it should be a decent day there for Christian Kirk running out of the slot. And then I will parlay that. Not done yet, people. I will parlay that. This one feels a little. This one feels a little icky. Just because Garrett Wilson has never caught a touchdown pass from Zach Wilson. Wow. He's got four touchdowns on the season. Two came. In the same game from Joe Flacco in week two. And the other two came in the same game from Mike White in week 10. Wow. So is Garrett Wilson going to catch a touchdown pass? And again, it says anytime touchdown score. So technically, he doesn't have to catch one. He can run one in. He can catch one. <laughs> You know, somebody else could throw it to him. There's a plethora of ways for him to get it. But it's plus 195. If the Jets have any intention of winning this game, Garrett Wilson, who, by the way, broke Keyshawn Johnson's record for most receiving yards by a rookie uh, just last week. There you go. Um, and I believe is a, I think he might be two catches away from breaking Wayne Corbett's record for catches by a rookie. And 
He's 34 yards away from being the Jets' first 1,000-yard receiver since both Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker did it in 2015. Kids having a year. Yes. Prime time, give me Garrett Wilson to get in the end zone at plus 195. You parlay the Christian Kirk 60-plus receiving yards with the Garrett Wilson anytime touchdown, and you are looking at a a uh, total of 525 plus 525. So that's bet hundred to win $525. Don't know what you think about that, Greg. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts and hear your bold predictions as well. Yeah, no, I got definitely Gary Wilson, his over on his prop. It's at 54 and a half. Uh, I have that in mind. Uh, I'm parlaying that though with a Zach Wilson over his passing yards, 200, 205. I think, you know, that's, Solid game, especially if the, the weather seems to be, you know, holds up a little bit. I think he can get over 200 and a half yards. And then I'm going to parlay that as well with Zay Jones is over, which is 45 and a half yards. That gives you a total three-leg parlay of four plus 424. So that's uh what I'm looking at right there. So, yeah, yeah it definitely ties in with, with yours as well. Gary Wilson, though, should, should have a have a have a day. If it is just me, both predictions, those are that. I mean, hopefully these guys can come through for the people, for the fantasy managers out there. Make sure you guys come through tomorrow. Check us out at noon where we go through all the Saturday games and the Sunday games, a couple of them on on Christmas Day. Uh, But the Saturday games on Christmas Eve and hopefully, you know, the, these prop bets can come through. Hopefully, we get a good Thursday night football game tomorrow. Uh, check us out and make sure you tune in from G Money. We out.